Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. All right, let's do this. Let's do this. I got to get home for Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, what a weenie. This dude. Your awesome. street cred went so far <laughs> no, down I can't, right there. I can't, I can't say anything because we'll watch like The Hills and. Uh, no, The Hills is fire. The Hills, that's not around anymore, though, right? No, there's no, a we new went, one. We, yeah, there's a new oh, one. Wait, there's we're, a new one. recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're recording. We? <laughs> this, is, this is how we're starting. <laughs> did I pay the $20 to get the full season? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and you're making fun of me for Bachelor in Paradise, which is great television. I know, and I told you we're really in the same boat. I was just giving okay. you – got to give you a hard okay. time. You know, everybody has their faults. Um, and, you know, you all just like bad TV. I, on the other hand, like really good TV when Kentucky is scoring lots of points and kicking tail on Saturdays. That's how we're going to open up the KSR Football Podcast. Woo. This is a good segue from real, bad reality television to football. I good can't say I fully support television. that transition, but okay. now that it's done, we're It's here. done. Yeah, we made it. We're, we've landed. Uh, we don't sound like – crap anymore so yeah, are you you're sure welcome you're recording after yes. last week I, I have it plugged in this is this is the cord that wasn't plugged in kind I, of a big did deal. you do some kind of an intro you added yes i did okay. i did an apology i had several people text me they were like we want to be mad at roush but after hearing his intro we feel bad for him does he need a hug oh man i was so i, think I was distraught whoa, whoa. at least on my end my friends and the listeners i know were in your corner and felt bad for you i'm sure some people wanted to fight you but I think there's I a got lot of sympathy out there too. I I I, I think doing the uh, the apology, I really got out of it in front of it. It's what? almost like I took a PR class. Charles, well, you weren't here. Yeah, what happened? He, we <laughs> did maybe I'd say this in front of you because you weren't a part of it. Maybe our best in a long time. We yeah. had our rhythm back. Oh, it was good. We were back. But uh, somebody you all without me and didn't I didn't even know about this meeting. Oh yes. yeah. Well, somebody didn't record it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No, no. Yeah. I, I had it. So I had it recording, but Charles leaving. it wasn't <laughs> picking up any of the goods. Like, it was coming from this little thing just sitting there. It wasn't plugged in right. So it sounded like uh, part of my French dog shit. It was terrible. It was oh. really bad. How and long did you all go? Oh, it was, it was an, an hour, hour and a half, and you could barely hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> barely. You can hear, like, everybody in the, the bar. You it have was to hook up, like, your best speakers to just <laughs> hear a so whisper. so bad. And it sounds like just stuff. It's like... <laughs> just running into it every five seconds. So it was got, brutal. So We didn't get the 10 million downloads no, like the week before? We did, we did not get no. 10 million downloads. But this week, we're getting 10 million downloads because there's a lot of good football to talk about. And not just like, oh, we watched I, – I probably watched 16 football games in four or five days, give or take. You know, there was a lot of channel surfing bouncing yeah. around. But the best game of them all was when Kentucky n- shot the Rockets out of the sky. Which I like. I like that line. I don't like that line. That was yeah, very it's cheesy. Very, very cheesy. I was very, very pleased with how Saturday went. Looked like a part of the fan base might have overreacted a little bit to that first drive. Yeah. Got to remember, 
fresh out of camp. Yeah. It was a bad mistake, not defending him, but I saw some people Ooh. on Twitter like, oh, two and ten. It's like, well, it, that was one play. Yeah, that's Tennessee <laughs> two and ten. But yeah. this, it was the Terry pass, right, where he – No, I'm talking about Jamari Brown giving up oh, the third. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that that right there has been a lot of people – because secondary was already the concern, and then that happens – a lot of people were already writing off the season. I shouldn't say a lot. Some people were. Well, it was one of those where you knew they were going to make some early mistakes, Chuck. Like, this was, A, it's, oh, it's somebody's birthday. Can you all <laughs> ask our <laughs> listeners like they can respond? We're yeah. on top of a party of 50, a birthday yeah, party it is, at KS It is popping at KS Bar. We're actually doing the show from KS Office so that we would be less distracted. That's normally a problem <laughs> of ours. I mean, is there an orchestra down there? Yeah. Like, what's going Beautiful on? Beautiful sounding happy birthday, yeah. Um, but what I was going to say though, Chuck, that first game, I feel like the first two or three series, you just can expect stupid nonsense to happen. No, I mean, absolutely. Especially with the young guys, you know, the Jamari Brown trying to, I think he was trying to make a, a really good play on the ball. But he thought the quarterback was throwing it to the inside receiver. Yes. yes. <laughs> so he he I think it was really going to be a really good play, but then the ball was going to the outside receiver, his man, mm-hmm. for a wide open touchdown. Yeah. Luckily, they got tripped. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. I, I think it's just, like you said, first game jitters. Well, and, and the thing that I'll, I like about this coaching staff and the kind of the players in general is they've even, like, after Stoops on Monday, it was like, well, if. JP, if he if he reroutes the guy, the inside receiver, then we don't have to worry about it. So like you know, it, it's a little bit of both ways. But the th- all in all, though, I thought the second day really did settle in throughout oh, yeah. the course of the game. Brandon Eccles, that dude, he's the real deal. He's a baller. Yeah, every big play, his face was right there. I mean, and and I, they weren't the like. Oh, it's just a bad rod receiver, and he's all over him. Like they, he was making some good, good plays on some good covers, and he was downfield too, which yeah. I think was most important. It was thirty yards down the field. He was stepping up and swatting it down. I mean, that's what you need when you have you know a JUCO transfer, a guy that is two years older than his supporting role, that are young and and they're athletic, but they don't know how fast this game is. And granted, you know JUCO ball isn't as fast as SEC football. Uh, you know, it's still two more years of, of playing the sport at a higher level than those high school kids. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely we're going to need him to step up, you know, every game and be the lockdown corner. The one guy who played really well, Drew, I, cu- I couldn't believe that the fearless leader, our boss Matt Jones, said his breakout player of the game was going to be Yusuf Corker. First two tackles of the game, Yusuf Corker. That's right. Uh, he recovered a fumble too, didn't he? I think so. I think you were recovered on that pass Yeah, a big game for Corker. Obviously, we need some names to emerge in the secondary. He's definitely one. And um, where we just said Eccles. Mm-hmm. There's, why didn't he get bumped second team, by the way? I, I think that they just don't care about the depth chart. Yeah, I, could, I mean. We did have that injury, too, so maybe sh- that was. It's a sheet of paper. He'll still get plenty of minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's kind of the case with him is they're just going to be. They, they rotate a lot of dudes at defensive back. Um, but, yeah, you know, he had that kind of miss. The the defensive line, too, I was more worried about them because right away they – I mean, Toledo was kind of running it right down our throats, Austin. And their quarterback, even though we said we weren't worried about the running quarterback. I didn't say that. Drew said that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I always I still – I always am big on the dual threat quarterbacks in college just because – 
you got young guys, inexperienced guys. Even if you have experienced guys, I mean, that dual threat, that helped us a lot last year with Terry. It just adds a different element. Element you got to defend. Yeah, and the thing was, too, is that he was getting away because – like, the defensive line was just out of position in their rushes. Yes. Like, you had guys crashing down. And, and the, like Calvin Taylor, he's not as fast as Josh Allen. He's not going to be catching that quarterback from behind either. No. But once they kind of got through the kinks, they started playing well. Got a sack from Calvin Taylor. Josh Pascal settled in. He had the, he had the fumble. He had a nice sack later on. Um, T.J. Carter got a sack. So, I, I think the, the thing that at the time – I was glad that online there wasn't as much panic at halftime as probably years past, where I think most fans knew, like, okay, they're just – they're a little rough around the edges right now. They're a couple of bad three and outs. But you know what? They, they got this. They're going to be able to get this together. The one that – the mistake that I was surprised that Stoops is just steal, like, fuming over is I already know what you're going to say the running back is, is it a running back yes that one cut I don't know if Stoops had some traumatic event when that miscut happened but he seems to still be angry about it oh he's basically it was smoke put, right? yeah it was smoke it was after the, sorry to interrupt yeah no interrupt yes I was just going to say watching that series and drive like smoke had two really big runs before that and yeah. I know he's tired like if you got three guys like Swap them out because those fresh legs were killing Toledo. Well, like, I, I don't think you need to leave them in all three downs. Like, if they have a run over, like, ten yards. No, let them like, finish. I disagree. I you don't. Because them, right? it, it showed. It showed that he was tired and he made a bad play, made a mistake, and it cost us that drive. I, I think some of it is – like, that's the part where – the devil's in the details. Sometimes you want to just feed the hot hand. Yes. I, and that's exactly what they so were So that's what but, makes it tough. But, but I could tell he was tired, but I was also uh, watching on TV, and I was like, dude, I know that dude's tired, and then well, he made that Think play. about it, though. We had the freaking workhorse of the century last year, Benny right, Snell, that right. even when he was tired, he wouldn't let you bring you out. Right. Wouldn't let you bring him out. There you go. So I think that's something that Stoops is going to have to look at, and I think you're right. You know, when a guy's tired out there because – playing running back and when you have you know two runs for 30 yards and now you're in the red zone you don't want to come out you want to earn that touchdown but sometimes you know it's not the best for the team well, yeah. and it was 90 degrees on saturday yeah, yeah. 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 you know seven o'clock night game in october well it probably lasts a little longer and that play in general because it was right before halftime and they're moving i think and like you said he just had a couple big runs before that so you know that like typically on the second and one, you're trying to take a shot. But the previous time they had a second and one, they took a shot. They had a corner dialed up to rig. And Terry didn't let it fly. Instead, he threw it over Lynn's head and out of bounds. And it, it killed the drive. Yeah. They wanted to chew up a little bit more clock. They wanted to get it to where there was going to be no time left for Toledo to do anything. And Smoke just – he tried bouncing it. Loses three yards instead of cutting it back. And at least Eddie Grand today, he's like, you know what? There were times when Benny wasn't patient. Y'all remember his sophomore year. He, he, he had that kind of, like, funk for, like, three or four games where he was just trying to do too much. He was trying to run too hard. And I think a lot of it with the running backs is just get, needing to get some experience. Yeah. Because it just takes a little bit of time. Um, the coaches also don't know what they have. I mean, this is a whole new group. This is their first game. There's no preseason in college. And 
barring uh, if you're not Alabama, Clemson, or Oklahoma, you look across the country and all teams struggled yeah. first week. Right, I mean, because right. you just – it's impossible to replicate that environment. And right. So they're going to learn from this because the coaches that we have always do their due diligence. They work hard, and they'll get it, and we'll continue to get better throughout the year. I mean, you just mentioned Oklahoma. Is Lincoln Riley the smartest? Like, is he God's gift to offensive football? I think so. That triple option play, God. That it's crazy. Like, run, pass, oh, run, option. Do you, do you just give all the Heisman trophies to Oklahoma while he's there? Seriously, like what? The Oklahoma quarterback trophy. Because that's what best, it's going to be. This is the do, best quarterback Heisman race that I can remember because you have Trevor Lawrence, Tua, yeah. and now you got Jalen Hurts. And even Herbert looked really and good. Wilson. And, yeah. and Terry no, Wilson, of course. I'm still I, mad about Oregon. Not going in that game. Yeah. I oh, you had you picked the Ducks. I was like the only person on the planet that I know of that had Oregon who were mocking me, and I was so excited to go middle fingers up to everybody. Dude, I love Bo Nix, though, man. He's such an Auburn quarterback. I love him, but people were acting like that pass was, you know, like God's gift to the earth. It was really kind of a bad pass. I mean, it was, it was a jump not, ball. I mean, yeah. it was a jump ball, yeah, but the receiver kind of just made a really good play. I mean, yeah. And the receiver was bigger than the DB. It wasn't like he threaded some needle and it was a toe tap over two defenders. I mean, all props to him, and he's sick, yeah. and I like watching him, but I was going, I just, why are people not but saying? But he's Bo Nix. They got to do that. I, know, exactly. I don't even know who the receiver hey. who caught it was. And he's the one that made the good yeah. play. I, I just know Bo Nix has balls of steel. I'm I'm like, does he, though? Because <laughs> this receiver is just sick. No, he does. He does. He's Bo Nix. And I'm going to step out of my lane down again. Was sick. I'm going to step out of my lane again watching Bo Nix in his first game. Any time he got pressure, he would sprint full speed and he would throw running full speed. And he's going to learn that he doesn't – he can just move a couple of yards and reset his feet. Yeah. And I think he'll get better. And I'm stepping out of my lane there. But I do think just noticing that, like, he's just a bat out of hell if he got oh, any yeah. pressure. It was just hilarious. He would run full speed. That's why I love watching him. And I, and I also like that he was – like, he's a true freshman, and he yeah. made some true freshmen, like, trying to put it into a window and just getting picked. Yeah. But I like that he kept going out there. He kept him in the game even when he was playing I mean, playing I agree. Bad. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. But – and I, what I didn't know until I was Googling around while enjoying my, you know, whatever beer that night, he was Alan Daly's quarterback in high school. Bo Nix was? Yeah. I didn't know that either. And Alan Daly had a pretty, pretty big game on Saturday. If – they don't call a BS Logan Stenberg hands to the face on yeah, third and what long. Was that? that was horrible. That was, that was a, little, a little soft, a little cheap. Oh, I didn't see the replay. Was it? Did he not the deserve it? I just assumed I saw Stenberg. I was like, here he goes. Yeah. I wonder it, if the refs get like a sheet of like who's who to watch during the game and well, 71's on there. I bet that, you know what? I'm sure there's some like he has a reputation because I don't think he gets that penalty if he's somebody else. Because like, oh, there's a secret ref group chat for sure. Because his, you, I mean, your hands are like if you're getting up underneath somebody, your hands will slip and they'll just run into it. I think they had an eagle eye on him, and what instead of being a, you know, 50 yard gain for Daly, it's a, you know, 15 yard loss or whatever, 10 yard loss, whatever it may be. But he had a good game. The, Chuck, the receivers in general. I think they had a hell of a game. All the way back. back. It was refreshing to see. It was like we got some weapons out there now. Yeah, the receivers have sucked every year until Ooh. this year. <laughs> I mean, I will say, people. <laughs> I was people, just I know. People ask me what is like the one thing you want to see after the game, and I guess my first thing was DB play. But my second thing, maybe even one A or one B, 
was the way the receivers played. And I think both of them, I mean, I'm confident in both of them now, so I think we have a good ball team. I don't think in my lifetime there's been a U.K. game where there wasn't one drop. Oh, Drew Drew looks at me. We're sitting there working in the press box. He goes, did they did they drop a pass? And I'm sitting there thinking. And a wide open one. I mean, you even know. It's usually a wide open one. I don't even know if it was ever you and you have to tell your teammates, but you know there were plenty of bad drops when you were in that room. But we were trying to rack our brain, and they played great. And, you, and the thing that was – that was my, my – I think my favorite part of it all was we just – we were like, please, just let there be one other guy besides Lynn Bowden that can catch a football. There's like four or five. Yeah. And, and they made contested <laughs> catches. Yeah. yeah um, Bryce right. Oliver. This was great. That was awesome. And, I mean, hell, uh, of course, Lynn had a crazy yeah, Lynn catch. Had so, th- that was – okay, that was my question I, I wanted to, to pose for you all. So, I've got – because there was five just awesome pass and catch combinations. Which one was the best? Bryce Oliver's touchdown. He has the jump ball. I think I'm taking the that right one already. I don't even, hear the, I don't even need the Because yeah, it's the, True the one freshman, that's a touchdown. Redshirt freshman. Terry Wilson to Lynn Bowden in triple coverage. The yeah. nice old post. That was the best hand sketch. When he let that go, I was like, does he not see the, <laughs> all the TVs around Bowden? Hits him in stride. 30-yard yeah. game. And Lyndon getting murdered. Yes. Yeah, he, exactly. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier – Allen Daly on third down, he had a really big – I mean, it was two third down catches, but the one that was third and 15, he like – he or third and 10, right after Terry bounced one and then overthrew Ali. Got a nice little dig route to Daly. Mm-hmm. Or when Bowden, the other play where he goes up on that same drive that basically put the game away, the 97-yard drive, 92-yard touchdown drive. There were two 90-plus-yard scoring drives. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good. And it wasn't just, like, one or two big plays. They strung together a pretty long drive. Classic Eddie Graham. Yes, classic Eddie Graham. But Bowden on third and five, were, I thought the ball was going out of bounds, and he jumped up and got it on the sideline. Mm-hmm. That was pretty he, filthy. He good. You left one off. Ahmad Wagner pass interference? Not that one. Okay. Chris Rodriguez tribute to Jared Lorenzen with the over-the-shoulder throw to Justin Rigg in the end zone. Oh, okay, okay. He doesn't get enough credit yep. for the little, yep, that was a play. The the little tribute. Yep. I mean, if you put them side by side, it's the exact same no-look <laughs> over-the-shoulder motion. Except for one was on now, purpose. One people could argue that he fumbled. I'm not. not I'm just That's not think, what they called on the field. They, yeah. you know, it wasn't. I think they give in it his him? mind he saw an open man and threw it over his shoulder. Hey, yeah, he's just unselfish. You he know? likes Justin Rigg, too, and he's like, this dude he, needs he, a touchdown. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't got one yet. He's earned the right to get into the end zone. How many catches do the tight ends have? More than CJ had his entire career? They had at least three, maybe even four. Let's see, I'll pull it up. Uh, had, had. Uh, we've got two for Keaton Upshaw. And zero for Justin Rigg. But oh. he got a target. Okay. Well, yeah. it was, it was he, he, he got a pass interference in the end zone. So, we had three tight end receptions. But, Austin, do you have a favorite uh, catch from Saturday? Well, I mean, I think the touchdown was fantastic because it's points. But I also like the Lynn Bowden redemption catch because I have a little theory, too, of what happened. He had a little bad spell of plays after he came back out of the locker room. Mm-hmm. I think he was kind of um, – in awe that we had scored and we are now winning the game without him being out on the field. (laughs) So it was like uh, maybe some self-sabotage so that he would get to make the big play again. Oh. 
just to be like, hey, guys, don't forget about me. I'm still the man. And then he went and had that beautiful catch right after that. So He, he is still the man. Oh, Charles, are you sticking to your guns on your Bryce Oliver touchdown? I am. Redshirt freshman, we need someone to pick up <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> where we need help. <laughs> um, I'm going to stick with that one. I'm going to join him. I thought it was a catch. I thought it was. I was, it was somewhat joking about too. the over-the-shoulder over the throw. Bryce Oliver's catch was very impressive for a newcomer. Well, he straight very mossed. impressive for anyone. He mossed the DB. Like, that's yeah. the definition. He that's basically went over move. his back and yeah. got the ball. Yeah, went up. And that's what we need. One I didn't mention that – like, at the time, it was just, like, kind of uh, you expected it. But the out route that Josh Ali caught where it was a tight, tight pocket. And, yeah. and he, he had to the drag touchdown? his toe to get down. Yeah, it was pretty nice. That was his only catch, right? That was, was like two yards. It was a good catch. First time I think I've ever seen a rub play work with UK. I see it yeah. work for everyone else. Right. <laughs> and even playing, like, I'd always be the pick guy. Oh, of course, of course. you are. Yeah. And something would always go wrong. It would just never time up or we'd get a flag. And that was just beautifully run. I think what could have been was almost Lynn's catch on maybe it was a corner where his toe was was one centimeter out of bounds. So close. I mean, that was almost dirty. My favorite just, like, when when Terry threw that ball into triple coverage and that was one of those where I was like, oh, we got our big boy pants on. Like, that was good. that was a very like, this isn't your your grandfather's Kentucky football. This team is going to be moving up and down the field, and it also showed just how confident that Terry is in Lynn, that he can just go out there and let it rip, knowing that oh yeah, he's going to make a play on the ball. I like that Lynn looks like not that he's never been a wide receiver, but he's always been more. We just got to get it in his hands and get up some space. Now he's looking like a guy you can throw to it anywhere on the field, any situation. Yeah, he, but he seems to really be able to do it all now. He still has that juice where he caught that out oh, route. Yeah. Could have ran out of bounds for like a four-yard game, but Sitting instead he nine. yeah, kind of did some voodoo, fake <laughs> out of bounds. I swear that he fake pitched it almost. He did. He did. Like he to the side back. I mean, that's dirty. Yeah, it's, that's it's, pretty, pretty. He's so creative in space. And then if you watch – how he gets tackled, he almost lets him get his ankle, and then he tries to just rip it out last second. I, sometimes it works. I'm worried about when he does that, though. When he he's just like standing there, and they're holding on to him with there's, like. There's definitely a, a medium where he hasn't just, learned it yet. Just fall down, yeah, buddy. There's times where it ain't happening. Uh, like for instance, that punt return where Against that thing was gonna roll. Oh, that no, one. I mean, okay, I thought you were game, talking about. The signature, like where he introduced us to the let the guys be at your, you know, yeah. right at your feet and then just <laughs> lose them somehow. But Bowden, he finished with six catches, 77 yards, targeted eight times, which I feel like that's you, – you get eight pass attempts to him. They didn't use him in the rushing game at all. Did we even see the wild win at all? I no, so. they're saving no. that. We got the wild uh, – who was wild it? Wild Rodriguez. And he got caught from behind yeah, at number Rodriguez. 20. It was wild Chris. Wild C-Rod. C-Rod's a great nickname. Really, really pops. Um, ooh, so Chuck's – one of the one of the texters in our radio show, he had a pretty funny joke. He had never seen Alan Daly before, so he was just like – hand up, not going to lie, I just thought Alan Daly was another white slot receiver like Charles Walker, <laughs> David Bouvier. He's 89. 
And Alan, he's huge. Oh, yeah, but he has the name of just like oh, insert. The, oh, oh, he just yeah. saw the name. He didn't see the – He just saw him on the depth chart. He was just like, oh, well, I'm sure he's just this little white guy. You know, that we, we always awesome. got one of those. Allen Daly State Farm. I would buy insurance from an Allen Daly. Yes, yes. Uh, he had a great awesome. quote last week. Really? I think I might have told you this, but Nick and I went to practice together, big company retreat we took together, mm -hmm. and Allen Daly was available for interviews, and someone asked him because the depth chart had just come out for week one. They're like, what do you think set you apart, you know, being named a starter? He said, I don't know. And that was it. It's <laughs> like, uh, okay, cool. Man, a few words. Yeah, oh, all right. I'll, I'll make sure to write a story oh, about that. That's great. They're like, what did you do in camp? To really, so what uh, did he mean by I don't know? <laughs> he was like, I don't know. They just told me I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rich. Yeah. That did you write a story rich. on it? No, it's tough to make a story out of, uh, I don't know. Was it your speed? Nah, I mean, not a bit. I don't know. They just, I just told me. Could have been. I don't know. It's, it's also the, like, oh, you're just a 6'3 uh, guy who can play inside. That's kind of nice. You know, we don't, we don't need all of our guys to be as short as Charles Walker. He's pretty what, big on six, that gigantic six, six sign two, over man. your shoulder right there. Which, by the way, Austin, you've got to feel a little offended now that you, you Charles has his – image up at KS Bar, but all-time points leader, Austin McGinnis. And look, I'm, on, I'm on this growler right here. Wow, KS growler. Nick, I even have a picture up at the bar. And half the staff is wearing a Nick Rouse shirt. Tonight. Yeah. Me and Drew really? talked about it. I, We got some things worked out, you know, some things. That's just work. embarrassing for you. So I know. Man. Honestly, this will probably be my last <laughs> podcast. So, <laughs> if you guys want to find me, well, I'm going to have to start my own. I've got the reasoning. It's because your career is not over yet. It's just oh, the beginning. Oh, We're waiting to get yeah. the, uh, so the NFL I like right? jersey. I like yeah. that. Good, good, good job, Charles. There you or, go. Or yeah. the XFL. Yeah, I, was Man, like I mean, XFL. I would prefer NFL, but if it's XFL, we'll still hang if it's XFL to NFL. There we go. That's looking like the route. We def but like, uh, I don't want you to, like, move away. You know, we're going to be neighbors here soon. True. I don't want you running off to some big city to, to make millions. Don't be big could, city living. We could be having cookouts together. I'll be back. I'm only going to be gone in the spring. Okay. Yeah. Be back for the fall. See, really? That's the way to do it. See, and we have to get in on the XFL apparel, too. Oh, like, yeah. We're going to have a plug, don't, hopefully. Don't, don't be as stingy as TK, all right? Oh, um, you so got to be liberal I, with I'm that I'm going to be all in on the XFL. Like, probably annoying about it. I'm so excited about it. But I've decided I'm not picking a team until I know where you go. And that will be my XFL team for life, even when you move on to other things. Bigger and brighter I'm going to be loyal to them like I am UK or the Tennessee Titans. That's, so, that's love. A lot of pressure. That is love. I will have a lifetime first. of traveling to this city to watch games, all because of where you get drafted in a couple weeks. No pressure. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Well, I'm curious, too. I have no idea what's going to happen, so it'll be interesting. I wish there was a team in Kentucky, though. Like, yeah. yeah I wish we had some kind of pro team. As far as living here and being married, the cities aren't great options for you. They're all far away. There's not like a, a Knoxville team. St. Louis team. is the closest, and that's like five hours from But it's here. only a 10-game season, so. Oh, yeah, it's not too well, bad. It's playoffs, really like. Pro Bowl. Yeah, but it's still going to only be like probably like four months okay. when it's all said and done because I don't know we'll see how long they have like training camp and stuff I I don't know I'm hearing though it's like October 13th through 15th is what mm. the draft is scoop so breaking news what that's breaking news that if you oh. google XFL draft it's nowhere on the internet they're hiding it so he's giving us a date well, it hasn't officially been announced but that's what 
I'm hearing. So we'll see. Oh, we'll oh see. scoop. Okay. I have a question about Eastern Michigan. Oh, okay. Oh, don't be <laughs> messing up our off-topic discussion here. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Upcoming well, no, opponent. no, I only have one question, then I don't really care. Okay, okay. 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 Do okay. they have a mobile quarterback? They have Can Brian Roback. Rogan. R- Rogan Roback. Yes. Can he run? Actually, he's gone. Yeah. He's, he I watched on him hard on Hard Knocks, knocks last year. I, Eastern Michigan's hard knocks you because they got the Max guy, too, that broke his hand. Max with two X's, yeah. who was a stud and kicked – our teeth in two years ago. Uh, yes, I, I have not done my, my due to – Eastern Michigan, they're quick Deacon Ducks. Their quarterback was like 22 of 24 in his last – against Coastal Carolina last week. So they like to just nickel and dime you. I don't think that they're big on the let's try to extend plays and run around hmm. kind of deal. So, yeah, don't, don't, don't you worry there, Austin. Here, here. Why don't we just uh, go over Eastern Michigan right now? I'm pulling up the – How, the how much – what do you remember about that game, Chuck? Wasn't that the game you got hurt? It was. A couple broken ribs. I don't Felt really good. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? Over the middle? Yeah, they were playing cover two, and <clears throat> I guess I was drifting a little too close to the left safety, and Steve threw it a little too close to wasn't the left your safety. Fault. And I'll just put it out there right now. Wasn't bang, bang. Catch, though. Catch and oh, got the targeting flag. Ooh. And then I thought, so I was like staying on the ground, you know, being the smart player. I was like, all right, stay on the ground, act hurt, get the flag. Boom flags there I'm like all right I'm gonna get up so I you know get up and I like kind of shake it off my shoulders and I feel fine and I take my first step and it was something like someone stuck a sword in my back so I'm like okay maybe I'm not okay and go to the sideline and I don't know I I broke a couple ribs and for some reason I felt the pain in my back even though I broke them up in right. the front I don't know what's but, the treatment for hmm. broke ribs like what do they uh, I just I sat out the next Missouri game and I mean that was really it and then you, then you play yeah, it after just, that hell yeah baby <laughs> well cause that's the thing it's not like you can put a rib brace on you know like they just yeah they like they it's the only game I missed in all four years was that Missouri game that was a great that was a, that was a fun win too mm-hmm. very fun win I th- that also I believe that was like a game where like maybe Kendall Randolph had to bat down a pass into the end zone. Yeah. As time expired to like get the dub. The only thing I remember from that game is Lynn catching one of the punts with his head. (laughs) (laughs) He caught it like a spiral catch over his head on like our 10 and I'm going, oh God. He's big on catching. He does that with kickoffs too where he doesn't cradle it. Yeah. He, He catches it like he's catching a pass with his hands. Yeah. Which. I mean, you you got to admire the dude. He's, he's got great hands, he but does. still, that's not like any other. I mean, I'll never you forget don't see it that because he was sitting there waiting to catch it like a cradle, you're like a regular punt, and then it seemed like last millisecond just said, "All right, never mind." Whoop. And I'm going, "Oh God!" <laughs> if anyone else would have done that, yeah. my heart would sink. But oh. I, 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 yeah, I mean, he's got hands. He's good. Well, even so. if it hits the ground, it's just gonna he's gonna make a play. I pulled up the notes. All right, so what what research question. have you uh, – They have compo- a dual-threat quarterback. Oh, God. His oh, name God. is Mike Glass the third, presumably the son of Mike Glass Jr. Okay. And Mike Glass Sr. <laughs> so um, hold Mike Glass. Last year he played in eight games, but he rushed for almost 500 yards and – sorry, this font's tiny – and six touchdowns in eight games. That's pretty good. So, yeah, I would say he's definitely a mobile, scrambling quarterback. Last week he carried it seven times, only for 14 yards, but did have a touchdown. What's the spread? 14, 14 and a half. 14 and a half. 
<laughs> Eastern Michigan did beat Toledo last year. I'm, I'm pretty sure. And uh, as they did, that's that is correct. And as they, uh, the coaches put it, they're a very sound football. Like they just. That's what they, they say about any team that's not in the Power Five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're very sound. Well coached. They're, yeah, well coached. Well coached. They're going to they're they're shoot themselves in the, in, the, in the foot. Um, but I, I, I think Kentucky, I mean, at this point, I will say they did have a bunch of their guys were on the PFFs, like all MAC team in the secondary. Oh. So I think they had like three or four guys in the secondary who were at the top of that. And we only beat them 24 to 20 last time. I was going to say, yeah, I went down on the wire. Weren't you on that yeah. team? Yeah, you, you played. Yeah, I don't keep up with the score. You, you kicked a field goal. Yeah, <laughs> you scored. And three extra points, I yeah. assume. I'm going to keep scrolling through their game notes for fun facts. I don't mean to be rude with my phone in my nose, but getting some really good info here that probably should have Yeah, I probably have CTE from all my tackles. Uh, I stuck my nose in there a lot. How many tackles did you have? Two? I don't know. No, I had more than that. I had like probably like four. Did they gave Grant a tackle? Grant McKinnis, our kickoff mm-hmm. guy, and he just pushed him out of bounds. Yeah, they gave him a t- credit. That's for That's not it. a tackle. It's not. That it's ain't uh, no tackle. Their their running back's name is Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal That's is their the running first back. Fact I have it, so there was a guy. Shaquille O'Neal Jr. He was granted a sixth year of eligibility. Oh, good on him. Speaking of specialists. Is Max Duffy the greatest punter in the history of punters? You know, I think he might be. Uh, I think there's a he's, solid chance. He's, I've never been more excited about a 10-yard uh, scramble to punt. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and then I'd, kicking it with your le- right foot on the left. I mean, I on the left? Yeah. Because that was the thing is at first you're like, oh, that's a lot of green grass. And then you see the guys kind of starting to catch up with him from behind. You're like, oh, is this a busted play? Like, did we push a fake when we didn't need to? But then he let it rip, mm-hmm. like, in a heartbeat. I don't even know how he noticed, the, like, to have the presence that, like, oh, crap, these dudes are about to tackle Well, us. see, here's the thing about the Aussies. In Aussie rule football, that's all they do is run around and kick on the run. So that's his bread and butter. He's been doing that. and he played His whole life. His whole life. And he played pro Aussie football for, like, a, a little bit. He's yeah, good like enough to make two. it pro. Yeah. yeah. So – that's his bread and butter is running. That's why he's so calm back there. You'll see him when he, he'll wait for the rush to come in. and yeah, I, I mean, kind of wanted him to keep it. He also might be the <laughs> oldest punter UK's ever had. Yeah. yeah it's, um, I don't think he is the oldest in college football, though. Because no, the, no, no, no. Not the by U, any means. The U's got an Aussie punter who's like 30 and has yeah. sleeve tattoos and is like 6'6". So does USC, and he's like a true freshman, and this dude's like 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And people are always crapping on American punters. And we're like, yeah, because they're like 17, 18, and they just have no <laughs> chance now. All their scholarships are going to oh, man. And I get it because it's a business. These coaches make millions of dollars. Why put it in the trust of an 18-year-old? We saw what happened to Michigan a while ago where Ooh. he bobbled the snap. Yeah. Get a 26-year-old who's a little more mature. And who's already played in those stadiums before. You know, like, yeah, they've played in front of thousands of people in Aussie Rules football. Well, could They're you imagine, Chuck, if you got to go back as a freshman right now and just redo awesome. it all over? Do you think you'd be better? Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, a little <laughs> out of shape so now, though. Yeah. But I love it. I, it's good for us. Oh, I, would, yeah. I would never – I don't want anyone but an Aussie back there from now on. I don't think we will. I don't think they'll ever get someone that's not an Aussie after two successful ones. Back-to-back. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a 61-yarder. He averaged 54. The one where it looked like he was running, and I thought he was running, 
his form, it's, it was like a running jump kick, and it still went 50-something <laughs> yeah. yards. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's like, how did you even get enough mustard behind it? Like, how do you muscle up? That was, that was crazy. It'll be interesting because he, I'm sure we'll see some more spectacular little punts out of him that ooh, we are not used of, to seeing. One of the few guests we've ever had on the KSR Football Podcast, too. I think it's the podcast bump. That's true. It could be. Yeah. It's we got to get fame. more guests. You all call your friends. I mean, are are current players allowed to come on this? Is that like uh, with permission? Yes, we if we can, if we can get permission. Okay. Yeah. So keep that in mind. From who? Slacks we, or we, uh, we have Neely. to get three. Okay, <laughs> you can't just text them and tell them to show up. We get in trouble. Hey, yeah, Cash, are you allowed to come on to this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of Cash, our boy got overshadowed by a young gun. I a think our young gun, gun is. Gun. Yeah, I think he's. Can, can I give a hot good. take? I'm not surprised. I thought I love we, Cash. we already talked about how good Square was. Yeah, I love Cash, but he's got some flaws, some things he worked on, yeah. and I'm sure he'll, he'll be fine. Expect him to. But Square and even Oates, who got uh, had to leave early, I think they're already close to being better and are definitely going to be better in time. Square also put on like 15 pounds over the offseason at, yeah, like, at least. He looks like a different Cut frame. his dreads too. Like Linda. Uh, you all might not remember, but last year I was big DeAndre Square guy. Not even remotely surprised he's a star now. No, I was just, I was just disappointed that I, we weren't tooting the horn at the pregame show at KS Bar and Grill. We should have been, because I. But I think people we were know. off a little bit. I think people know, but it, he changed the number too. He's seventeen now. Yeah. So that's forty-three. Little, little that bit of the hair, changed the number. Seventeen's a weird number for a linebacker. Yeah, a little bit different. Uh, Jeff Snedeker. The the Jeff Snyder seventeen is the only oh, other I time I've seen. Yeah, but his closing speed on that sack that he had, where I think it was, I think it was Pascal who like kind of held him up. It was some, one of the defensive linemen kind of held him up, and he just comes in and destroyed, absolutely demolished that quarterback. And it was one of those where normally Austin you see him like coming in from like a mile away, and you're like, oh, just don't whiff, just don't whiff. And then the quarterback like takes a step forward, and they whiff. He just demolished the guy. No ifs, hands, or buts about it. Well, on that interception he had, the wear of mind and presence to tip it up and catch it, like oh that's, that's an NFL-level play. Like, he is so calm in that moment to be able to do that. Like, that was so impressive to me. So I'm like, that dude looks like he should be playing for Alabama right apparently now. Apparently, on the radio broadcast, Jeff Van Note was filling in for Pecoro, and he said that, Apparently he got he thought it was two people were in on the play because he made it so quickly. He thought that somebody tipped it up <laughs> to square. But no, it was just square tipping it to himself. That's just how you know the game slowed down a little bit for him cuz I remember last year going to spring practice and he was one of the dudes I came out of practice as a standout cuz he was just sticking his nose in there. He was just a little guy then. He wasn't as big as he was now and to see him on this trajectory that he's on mm -hmm. Dude, if, if he stays all four years, I mean, because I could – I'm all for guys leaving early because I saw him rubbing his head after the game. And right, right. I just want him to go get his paycheck, you know. How, how great is it that we got a defense at the University of Kentucky? Three of their best players, you got a middle linebacker from Detroit, a nose from Memphis, and a pass rusher from D.C. And a middle linebacker from Paintsville. I was going to say, Those, don't forget yeah, Paintsville. Yeah, so you, got, you just got some mean – SOBs. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that, that is, uh, that's a crew right there. That's a squad. And that's something Kentucky never had. Kentucky, as far as I can remember, every once in a while, they'll get an in-state guy who's good and everything 
It's based on them. If it's on offense, any play that's made, it's got to be that guy. Kentucky has talent all over, and it's from everywhere. And you, they got confidence. Some of them are mean. They got swagger. I just never thought I'd see it in a UK jersey. No. Quote and develop. This is the U of a uh, little bit up yeah. north. <laughs> the what, northern U. The University. Like of I think it, we're a couple <laughs> big wins away from. I think we need our own. Like chains and music videos, maybe a couple scandals. I kind of like that. Let's, let's okay, get a weird. Scandals. Let's get weird. No yeah. scandals. We've please. knock on wood. Not big We've scandals, done. but maybe team goes to the strip club or something. You know. <laughs> Just we we can't football. afford any steps back though at this program because no. we can't have anything hurt this recruiting trend that we're on. Yeah. Strippers help recruiting. I mean, because how did Louisville get a I national championship? I don't mean we need something to bring the pride. Just a little. Yeah. Show we got some. Yeah, yeah. What about like a big bar fight or something? What about, about yeah. a brawl no, on the field? Right. Yeah, I don't want right, to be, yeah. I don't be on record, record saying we need a bar fight. But we've had one, though. We lost. Well, I know we had a <laughs> – yeah. we lost. Our okay. quarterback got knocked out. Oh, yeah, he, he did get – That's got, when we were just learning. We, we jumped in too the, soon. Yes. We needed a few more years. <laughs> we had all the incidents then. Yeah. We got Wait. the campus Was shut down. Drew yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got just (laughs) (laughs) out cold. (laughs) See, right there. Yeah, and also, what about Marcus Harris? Is that or what was his name? No, Demarcus Harris is on the team now. No, Marcus. Marcus Walker. He got off. Marcus Walker. He did. Yeah, I've been meaning to post that. Oh, really? Yeah. Breaking news. Well, it didn't get off. Yeah, let's let's get these. No, it down. No scandals. Just football. Just football and academics is what okay, we're Okay, I need to backtrack. We need a scandal. We don't need a you're, scandal. You're thinking <laughs> that we're in a sunshine state, and we're not. To get That's the true. kids to come here, we have to just win football games. Okay. Just win, if baby. if not, we're a basketball school, and that breaks my heart, but, but don't it's the you, truth. Don't you think we need some form of a turnover apparatus? There's uh, chains and pimp Ooh, canes. Pimp, the, the cane, the turnover cane at uh, Moorhead, and right? And not something Kentucky theme, not the turnover coal bucket. Ooh, I don't know. Something with some Ooh, the turnover uh, jockey silk. I feel like Stoops isn't into that because he's seen, like, defenses like when he's at Florida State and Miami that were so good with, like, out that. And so he's, like, yeah, above it Yeah, they had different almost. swag. I mean, yeah, they had yeah. swagger. I'm not what, saying they didn't have swagger. They didn't have, like, a little chain, though, that everyone what about, has. What about a player just wearing a big-ass – Fur coat to the catwalk with like a bunch of gold chains Ooh, on. Ooh, the art I still. I could appreciate that. The art still old yeah. picture with the fro and the fur with coat. The cane. Or no, it wasn't art still. Sunny Collins. What? Who had Sunny. the? Did Morehead yeah. State have the pimp cane? Pimp cane. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to be topped. The turnover yeah. pimp. The cane. one with the Florida State did the mask. That that seems like I would not want to put that on in Tallahassee, Florida, on in August. Well, yeah, this just looks like oxygen mask underneath it. <laughs> Not really. You don't want or to like be on that Bane FSU team changer. either, though. They're pretty bad. What right about – Yeah, are you, did anybody watch that? What happened? The what? I, I saw Florida State was up by like three touchdowns. Oh, yeah, I turned and it off And then they too. lost. Yeah. Willie Taggart happened. He will not make it past this season. Well, their fan base wants a guy that coaches about a mile that way. Which makes <laughs> too much sense for my liking. The <laughs> message like boards in Tallahassee are full of the Stoops word. Mm, let's, I bet. Let's have them keep Come on, their Florida State. Yeah. Don't write yeah. any yeah. stories yeah. about that. We don't need that getting out. Now, let's get on there let's with some Knowles. beat accounts and just, like, say someone yeah, else's name. Yeah, be like, oh, no. He we want Petrino. Yeah, I know a guy in <laughs> Russia that's got a few accounts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Petrino. No, let's get Kevin Durant on it. He'll help us out. <laughs> Burners. Yeah, he's, he's got plenty. Um, other funny things that happened in college football this weekend. Let's talk about them, shall we? Drew, how's your father? 
I did not call him on Sunday. I mean, on Saturday. Sunday, I went by there for dinner, and I went as long as I could without mentioning it. And he did it just like, like family dinner. I have bad news. He just kind of set the silverware down. and was like, okay, we'll address it. Tennessee sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not, you can't come to our side now. I've invited him to the UK side forever. He can't now after they lost to Georgia State. He had his opportunities. He's got to live with this. They lost to a team that plays at Turner Field. A That's team their that home didn't stadium. Exist ten years ago. I played at that stadium. Two games last really? year. Really? In the AAF. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like you look out. Do they past still have the dirt? No, they have a turf field. Okay. And they basically have like makeshift bleachers, and then the whole outfield is like still out there. <laughs> That's wild. But they beat Tennessee, so shouts oh, out. They be in like they didn't beat Tennessee on like a bunch of like trick plays or anything. Oh, they lined up and whooped them. <laughs> they just kicked the hell out of and them. And then I love all the trolling. Uh, their coach oh. called it the second best win in the program's history. He said it just means more to. I guess yeah. it just meant more to us. There, did you see their upset ticket special? Yeah, thirty-eight they, to th thirty-eight thirty for four tickets or, so, or like two or three tickets yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, like the U and the T and upset or orange. Oh, man. Uh, and uh, the play that won the game that put them up like two scores at the end, I've watched it at least a dozen times, and it still makes me laugh every time I see three dudes fall down at once. Those dudes were hurt, too. The two that collided. <laughs> they, they collided. It was like one and more the other dude, wrong. it was almost like he stepped on a landmine and just like popped up into the air. I have fun uh, jabbing back and forth with my father, but I have about four or five friends who are Tennessee fans who cannot laugh or any of it. So talking to them Saturday night, I mean, they were like almost suicidal. They were so upset. Oh. <laughs> the one guy who posted on the message board, I'm 54 years and I don't know if I have 10 more left in me to watch bad football. It's like, oh, my God, that is just dark. Well, that it's stadium was packed up until halftime. I mean – they had fans there. But you know what? Just to see all of the screenshots of all of the disappointed Tennessee fans, it just warmed my heart. And the, they're one of the boats in the Vol Army or Vol Navy <laughs> sank on oh, the game. They should have known, like, oh, God, this is this is not a good sign. I love it. Did you all see Georgia State's coach's shirt? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> it was drenched. Oh, you just mean how wet it looked like he got the Gatorade ice bath at halftime. It was crazy. I just So between that, I was listening to that on my drive home, and I have an XM trial where they have a channel that's like college football red zone where they just bounce back and forth between the games. Oh, that's a great station. Oh, and they were, they, they were bouncing between the Tennessee station and the South Carolina one. Oh, and to hear the sadness in their voices. And, of course, all of these – like Kentucky is like the only school in the SEC that they don't have a, a broadcaster that's got a southern draw to them talking yeah. like this. And so to hear them like, Jake Bentley back to pass and, oh, he's got a wide open receiver and – Oh, when he missed him. Jake Bentley misses the receiver. Hey, that would have been a touchdown. That's the game-winning touchdown right there. And then two plays later. And Jake Bentley dropped back to pass, and, oh, it's an interception, and the Gamecocks are going to lose this football game. Just, oh, it, it just – I was smacking on my console, like honking the horn, driving down I-64. It made me – it made me so happy. There's just – I – I hate South Carolina so much. And for them to just implode in the most Will Muschamp – that was the most Will Muschamp game ever. Get a big lead and then just blow it all to hell. Were they 20-9? Yeah, 20-9, yeah. up 11. It and just makes lost. more – I mean, 
you had us at 15 and 0, Chuck. Already, I did. the rest of us had us dropping a couple. It just makes you even more confident with Tennessee coming here. Tennessee was considered a favorite last week. It's changed by like 10 points over that game. Really? Uh, and Missouri lost. Yeah, Missouri. Oh, that Wyoming. one confused me because I think Missouri's good. Well, and the thing is, so they're playing in uh, in Laramie, which is it's the highest altitude stadium in America in any sport, anything. So, But they went out there a week early to get used to it. Acclimated? Yeah, to get acclimated to the altitude. But if you watched any of it, I was flipping back and forth between that and the uh, uh, nightcap, Auburn-Oregon. Kelly Bryant threw the worst interception I've ever – it was off his back foot rolling away into the end zone, just like across his body, everything. Every Everything Don't, you're not yeah. supposed to do, he did it. And the thing was, he had to carry the team because they they don't really they didn't have a great running game, and they couldn't they lost because they couldn't block and tackle a power run quarterback read option team because that's what they did. They were basically doing like not a triple option, but it was just a bunch of zone reads with like a big running quarterback. Yeah, and they just did it to him to death. They were up thirty four to seventeen and blew that game. But I just – College I, football, man, you never know. You never do know. My, my post I work so hard on just went up. I can give you all numbers now of how Ooh. things changed. Okay. Hit us so with some numbers. So, last week, uh, Tennessee was considered a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Kentucky. Now, Kentucky is favored by nine-and-a-half. Wow. That's a lot. Wish I would have taken Cats plus two-and-a-half. Uh, Missouri was considered a – well, that one wasn't that big of a change. Where's the other one? South Carolina – that changed about four. I guess we're still a dog there. The win percentage on ESPN for the Tennessee game went from us at 38% to us at 66%. Holy crap. Now, that's all just one weekend and those they, FBI. They, they a it's lot. not yeah. accurate. Yeah. But it just shows how the mindset changed pretty quickly with just a couple of games. And I do want to go back to South Carolina, too, because my favorite part about this all is that we're joking, like, he might get fired, like, before the Kentucky press conference. But we, we've talked. We've mentioned their schedule. They're losing all of the games. They get Georgia Southern next week, but they're going to be they're going to be bad. They have a really bad record. Jake Bentley broke his foot. It actually, I'm actually I kind of mad. I wish we got to play Jake Bentley for the seventh time. Yeah, he's a fun, easy quarterback to beat up on. He, I feel like, hasn't changed at all since a freshman. Did he improve? Did he even? Practice or workout. I don't mean to be mean to the guy, but he, the if thing you is, put his freshman, I'm 18 year old tape against I'm a senior, 20 whatever years old, I don't think he's any better than he was. That's exactly what some big ESPN announcer said. He said the sad thing about Jake Bentley was we were excited about him as a freshman, and uh, four years later he still looks like a freshman. Well, and yeah. he, he was he had like, if you look at his numbers, he would throw for more yards, but he would also throw more interceptions and touchdowns. But he also – his completion percentage has dropped every single year. I mean, but that's got to be on the coaches. Like, this young kid, like, Will Muschamp is not known for developing quarterbacks. Obviously. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I got mean, him out of Florida. I kind of feel bad for the kid that he kind of just got botched by no one's obviously helping him out or he's not getting any good tidbits over there. Well, and that's what I – like, that's what makes me happy, and that's why, I like, they've dug their own grave with Will Muschamp because this is supposed to be his best team. From like a town, like he's in his fourth year. He's got a really good defensive line. They got a running back. Did you see that running back he's got? The uh, the kid from Clemson, yeah, uh, Feaster. 
The yeah. kid looks like, like he could actually, like they might have something there, but they still lost. And it also made me happy that I was at the hands of Mac Brown, who when North Carolina hired him, we all thought like, oh, man, what are you all doing? And then yeah. after the game, he's, you know, kind of tearing up a little bit. He's dancing in the locker room. He had oh, some man, moves. I loved it. I absolutely loved Did it. Did you all see, though, that they took a knee on fourth down and left like seven seconds left on the clock? <sighs> what are you doing? In Hail Mary range. <laughs> what are you and doing? I was like, oh, dude, if they lose this game because of that, I'll feel so bad for Mac well, Brown. Same thing happened to, with um, Auburn. Yeah, why didn't they go yeah. for two? I said that right what? when I watched it, and then, you know, five minutes later, the commentators, well, this is interesting. They didn't go for two. I'm like, I should be a commentator. That <laughs> and Oregon had on. some man time management issues, too. Yeah, they called a couple timeouts. On they, one. they called two timeouts. Like in a row. Uh, yeah, when it was. Third, fourth and one with, like, four minutes ago or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. And they, I think they used a timeout before the first play of the game. Yeah, first play of the game, they called a timeout. Yeah. Now, they ended up getting, like, 20 yards on that play. Good but timeout. Still, like, what about UK not calling a timeout before half? I was fine with it. Really? I don't remember what happened there. What, what well, was there I was think like I was already minute, in line for the Buffalo chicken. It was like a minute 40 you, left. You did miss good. It was breakfast food. It was pretty oh, good. Oh, really? Yeah, Biscuit biscuits was a and gravy. Hard. Yeah, but not as burnt as it was on media day. It was a little, <laughs> it was a little rough. You got to come back and see us for a game this year. I'm, I'm in. Which, by the way, I'm pretty disappointed that it's going to be a night game Saturday. Like, luckily for the fans, they won't have to roast. But I, re- I enjoyed having a remote and just flipping. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Nobody likes a media complaint, but working night games is not good for us keeping up with the college <laughs> Staying football Staying up all world. night. Honestly, it's tough for the players, too, on, on some occasions. Well, people care more about the media than the players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, Chuck. Go ahead. It, it just – you know, waiting all day for Eastern Michigan is not the same as waiting all day for Florida yeah. when you're 2-0. The juices are right. Yes, so scale of 1 to 10, Chuck, how worried are you about Eastern Michigan trap game? I'm not worried about any game we have this year. Damn it, Charles. What about this is not good. This is like saying I don't know. I'm not worried about the trap game right now because we're only 1-0, and I think that Toledo and Eastern Michigan match up relatively similar as in that they're both max schools but i think that everyone on the team kind of knows hey maybe if they're starting quarterback toledo starting quarterback doesn't get hurt maybe these mac teams can actually play um so i'm not worried about it i would be worried if we played them you know like the fifth game when we were 4-0 and we just gave it to florida or someone and we were had georgia next but I think that Stoops will bring him back down to earth and, and, you know, point plays out where, hey, if this doesn't go our way, then we do lose to a Mac school that doesn't have as much talent as us. I think it, you, you did mention something that not many people have mentioned since the game is that Kentucky really did break the game open once Oates did target the quarterback. An eye for an eye. He's going to have to miss the first half next week. Also, can we just say that, like, quarterbacks – what are you doing sliding 20 yards down the field? And if you're going to slide, you got, like, I, that that frustrates me because, like, Chris Oates was going to try to tackle him right when the quarterback started he sliding. He was already lunging before what the sli- started sliding. I don't know what you want him to do there. Exactly. I know that's the rule, and within the rules it was the right call, but he can't just stop mid-tackle. Right. And that so that's the part that, like, it's like because it, later on – they didn't f- call the flag when the the other quarterback tried to slide yeah. away. It's like, you're, yeah, because you're 20 yards downfield, buddy. Like, I wish that even after the fact 
they could go back and watch it and be like, look, he set out the second half. We'll back off this first half of the next game because it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but they're right. just the role. LOL. Yeah. But yeah, they the thing is about how the quarterback slid is he, like, jumped up and then slid so yeah. he could get as far downfield as he could. Yes, he like tried to get someone, that extra yards. If there was someone trying to take his head off, he would have got down a lot quicker. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what also kind of made it frustrating. Right. But yeah, that was big for them to lose their quarterback because he was playing. I mean, he was kind of running all over us a little bit. It was he, a no, touchdown game. No, he was game. having a great game. And, the, and that was the thing is Kentucky's run defense, when it was just we're going to hand the ball off, very, like, stout. Very stout, aside from a few early kind of big runs. I think they only had like 100 yards if you took away the quarterback scrambles. So, like, but that you can't – I mean, you can't take away the quarterback scrambles. He was hurting them up – or carving them up, and I, I think that's something that is definitely going to be emphasized this week in practice. I don't know if we cover if they had their starter play the whole game. We don't. I think we and win. I'm very mad. Also, that extra – I know if you had the over, you were happy about it, but Kentucky should have won by 21. That was a terrible call. Jamin Davis just knocked the dude's helmet off because he hit the hell out of him. It was a great play. And the quarterback's helmet just fell off. So they were like, face mask. Said, no, he did not <laughs> grab his face mask. He knocked his helmet off. Yeah, that was a uh, chin strap infraction more than it was on yeah, UK. Yeah, because he didn't <laughs> – well, and he – because he didn't have a buckle. Like, yeah. uh, come on, buddy. Um, but I, I also wanted to bring up something that is kind of funny because we talked about Bryce Elver. Good to see the redshirt freshman doing his thing. He had, he had a redshirt freshman moment at the podium where he had to stop himself from talking. Really? Because they were asking about Eastern. Michigan look? Oh, we're going to kill Oh, it, 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 it was almost that bad, but he was – oh, they played the exact same defense that Toledo does. So, we're going to do – and then he was like, oh, crap, I can't say what we're going to do. And so, he's like, so, yeah, they, we, we know what to, to expect. Like, <laughs> So, all right, so that's the defense they're going to play. And at this point, I, I remember sitting back – like waiting for the players to show up for interviews. And I'm kind of it's like, you know what? On second look, like this was the ideal season opener. You had your stupid early mistakes, your little undisciplined rush lanes. A couple of fumbles yeah. that they, the quarterbacks will give clean up. Stoops I mean, film. running back will f- clean up. That's a big Coach Cal thing. They win but play bad. That's what he likes because – didn't affect our record, and I'm going to go into practice and light you up over every little yes. thing. A lot of teach tape. Yep. And, and on top of that, they really got things rolling, and when people messed up, they didn't keep their heads down. So Terry bounces one to Josh Ali, and people, oh, Terry, turnover. Put in Sawyer Smith. And it's like, well, let him throw three. Throws another bad pass. But that same drive, he had two excellent throws. Mm-hmm. And he finished the day with 250 yards, 73% completion percentage, and Kentucky's explosive plays. This offense hasn't been this explosive in a long time. They, each running back, had at least one rush for more than 20 yards. Wow. Four rush plays over, no, excuse me, five rush plays for 10 or more yards, six pass plays that were 15 or more yards, and let me count here, 30, 40, 32-29, so essentially four 30-yard pass plays. Cavassier Smoke went to high school right down the road from Prattville where I went to high school. Wetumpka? Yeah. Did you, uh, did you ever play with Tumka? Yeah, we did play with Tumka, but they weren't very good when we played them. But well, they, it's because Smoke wasn't there. Yeah. But I'm a big Smoke fan now because he's got that Alabama blood in him. So, you know, it was expecting Michelle. And on his Twitter, I clicked on it, 
and he's like got a tweet pinned that's like, I will be in the NFL draft whatever three to four years from now. That's love that. Gotta love that. That's confidence right there. But I mean but he he made the bad play early on and then goes and makes the forty yard touchdown play later on. So I, I you felt like the team was learning from the, they were playing through their mistakes and they were really firing on on all cylinders. I mean Josh I mean Josh didn't play great to start. He had a few bad but he's getting back to his old self. Jordan Wright's starting to step up. So I I was about as happy as you could be if I just was mad they got that one like garbage score because I it felt more like Kentucky turned on the Jets in the second half and three touchdown kind of went. Yep. Well I think there was a well I don't think I saw it. There was a lot of negativity with how the first half was close. I think a lot of people went home and watched Tennessee lose, lost Missouri lose, and went, oh, yeah, teams aren't hitting on all cylinders to start the year. We just won by double digits. We should be happy. So I'm kind of glad all of this stuff happened after to kind of remind us every team struggles out of the gate. Yes. Uh, Even fans, Alabama needed some time to get rolling yeah, on Duke. I thought yeah. the nine-point first quarter spread was oh, yeah. going to hit in like a minute. And, no, they didn't yeah. even score until the second quarter. So all the frustrations of Kentucky's first half – yeah. We're lucky. <laughs> I think there were plenty of teams that have a loss because they stumbled out of the gate. Exactly. People have a, a fascination with backup quarterbacks because even at Auburn, people were calling to replace Bo Nix at halftime. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's fan bases everywhere. Just want to see that backup quarterback. Oh, it's man. like a mystery box. Show us what we got. But yeah, and then you show them and they're like, all right, put in the starter. Yeah, then you yeah. wasted yeah. a couple drives. But all in all – uh, I was very pleased with the opener. I'm really like, I really like where this team is going forward, especially at the receiver position because that was aside from secondary, th- those two are our biggest unknowns. You said it earlier, Chuck. You like what you saw from both. The defensive backs, they've got, they're going to have their screw ups, sure. Growing pains, baby. But I, I'm, they're going to give us enough. They're going to give Kentucky enough this year, and the receivers are going to make Terry look better. I think the only sack that they had was technically Terry's throw behind Lynn's head. Oh, I think that man, counted that as a sack. A, that was, was that the sack? Because I saw he had one, and I couldn't remember one. That was it. That was only – Because technically it's a fumble out of bounds. Yeah, I guess that would be a sack. Yeah. So, that was – So, it. he didn't get sacked. Yes. He made a stupid throw. He had a qu- – <laughs> I mean, the offensive line all the way back. I mean, you just – I'm pumped. Chuck, 15-0. You said it first. Oh, now you're going to hop on the bandwagon. I, I have them at – well, had them at 8-4, and four, losing at South Carolina. Not that I thought they were going to be good. I just thought five times uh, in a row. Eventually you have to lose. I would just like to say, too, on behalf of our entire company, all of us, all eight of us that pick games, I think we all were just like, well, th- these three road games, they'll lose one or two. South Carolina surely said it come to an end sooner or later. And I think everybody picked that way, even though we all think that they're going to beat South Carolina. But having watched a week of football, I'd like to redo my pick. I would take a win there. I already had them beating Tennessee. I, th- I don't remember what I did with Florida, but after watching Florida play, they don't scare me. I ain't scared of no Felipe Franks. Yeah. Missouri, that's one of them. I have Missouri beating them. In Missouri. Don't underestimate Florida, though. Because they, they're going to be Well, decent. of course. They're Florida, and they have athletes at every position. Yeah. But, but you know what? But I'm not. So do the Cats. Yeah, we do. That's honestly good that they have a night game, so everyone can get used to the night game before Florida because that game is so big and so early that, mm-hmm. hey, they get a little test run, see how it feels to sit in the hotel all day because next week you got Ooh. the biggest game of your life. God, the hotel, when there's a night game, 
is not very fun. Do you watch? Did you all watch other games? Yeah. So there's usually. And you watch game day, I know, because a lot of guys would tweet about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Kentucky would get the negative <laughs> mentions, and then the Cashes and the Lynn Bowdens would tweet immediately. Yeah. yeah. There's like there's like about a two to three hour window where it's kind of right in the middle of the day, and you can almost kind of do whatever you want. You got to stay in the hotel, obviously, but some people nap, some people do whatever play they cards want. Yeah, some people play cards. Just kind of a weird window. Just That's why game noon on. games are awesome because you literally wake up, watch barely any film, pregame meal, and you're like out the door. Nice. What did you do on night games, Chuck? Were you a sleeper? Or? I try to take a nice 30-minuter. Yeah. I felt like I was just in a coma all day long. Like I just kind of laid there. Yeah, you didn't want to sleep too much because like you take a three-hour nap before a game, then you're like, oh, I, yeah, I don't even want to do anything. Man, I remember when I could actually sleep for a long time too. It was good old days. Mm-hmm. Getting old. Over here. Yeah. Getting old. The hangovers, too, from a weekend of drinking. I'm just noticing. I know this isn't good for podcast listeners, yeah. but I'm looking around the office now yeah. that it's dark. We've got a nice ambiance. This is going to be a badass place to watch the away games. Yeah. Yeah, we just got to get get the TVs rolling. That That's on my list. Yeah. Little NFL Sundays up here. Everyone listening, you have no idea what I'm oh talking about. Oh, my God. About. This is a great well, NFL Sunday. We have our big-ass yeah, fan blasting up here. Yeah. We should just start videoing these and throwing them up on YouTube. Uh, Don't we have camera? Like, we've got that camera, right? Yeah, if we're no. going to take the next step, then we should we well, should do it. Do the do. Austin, if you're going to challenge us, you should be caught up on the times. We already hired someone to do that. Ooh, All I'm saying is I don't roasted. see a camera here okay. <laughs> currently. He couldn't do this Yeah, one. we got Brad to B-roll on the team. Yeah, he filmed the yeah. Free Money podcast last week. Okay, see? So, so, so we're already one step ahead of you. Wait, so you mean to say that Matt Jones and Drew Franklin – are top billing over Austin McGinnis and Charles Walker? No, that is not the case. We just had a meeting with Bradley that happened to be right before <laughs> we recorded it. So we said, hey, bring your camera. Oh, that's a good idea. But maybe next week there will be multiple angles. I might even tell you all to dress up. We don't have to tell you. You show up in pants, even though I'm wearing pants today. Yeah, uh, on, we'll let you all know if we need to get hair and makeup bad. done. Man, I actually have makeup. I do too. Did you have to get makeup? <laughs> what? <laughs> this way was somewhere left uh, turn. The obvious. Uh, some of us do television. <laughs> yeah, when you do TV, man, it's. Hey, I did some TV. The yeah, back. Austin's been a yeah. big Hey Kentucky staple. Yeah, I'm kind of hey. mad they didn't choose me as the host. You know, I, maybe I'm five years out from that, but let's just say I'm in the running. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna no comment that one. Um, <laughs> I chipped in until on Sunday, off the green. That was pretty awesome. How far? Oh, playing golf? Yeah, like it was only like 20 yards. It was still pretty awesome. I started planning a wedding. Are we on the guest list? That is the worst. I don't wish that upon anyone. <laughs> oh, so we're not. Finally, no. no, no. no. I told oh, you this oh, in my last podcast. Oh, wedding is the worst. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you are on the guest list either. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm serious. I don't. I, I, I'm not going to back out on the engagement, but I, I'm, I'm struggling with this wedding planning. It it's, sucks. Yeah, you got to pick and choose. It's we have a fun. spreadsheet of guests. Oh my, how many spreadsheets do you have in oh, your life? I'm a big spreadsheet guy. Yeah. I, I don't know how you tell people no to the wedding. It sucks, man. We had names, and I didn't know what the total was. You know, it does all the math for right, you. We scrolled down, and I was like, holy sh! we can't have that many people. <laughs> She's like, well, who are you eliminating? And I'm like, well, none of them. Like, well, you have to. Yeah. Just two weddings. Just two separate ones. Dude, you got to just elope, man. And then, like. Thought about it. Just do it at. Kroger Field, everyone can come. That sounds like the worst wedding of all time. <laughs> the watch in the stands. Actually, the Woodford Reserve <laughs> is a big uh, – She they, works for UK. Big, I, maybe they'll 
give you a deal? Yeah. A little discount? I don't think Mitch Barnhart's a big fan of me there, these there, days. There was a uh, a time in my life, Drew, when I would just come home and just start help. Like, I would just help with decorations for, like, while I was watching TV. I couldn't just sit there and watch TV. I had to be, like, messing with flowers or That's something. That's going to be my life. Yep. Just What's the time frame? Can I tell you something at? that kind of made me sad a little bit? Sure. A, little, a lot of sad. Okay. Already, we had already done a hypothetical guest list earlier in the summer, just in conversation. Pre pre wedding planning. Just like you know, what would it be? And Jared Lorenzen was on my must invite list, and I scrolled down and saw it last night. Kind of tugged on the heartstrings. That sucks. Not to bring the podcast down, but well, you brought it down. Yeah. I did. But it was cool. They did the but 22 at halftime. That was very cool. See, that I gave you a segue. Cool. Yes. Terry meeting his mom before the game. Yes, that was a really good moment. Um, the the twos didn't take off. No, I Dude, thought they might. You all don't listen to our pregame show. Someone called in and said instead of a four that they hold up for fourth quarter, do two twos because it equals four. I yeah. think it would be a great and idea. Some people tried it, but I think we need – We need to have the team. you got to get the players. So, Austin, or Charles, talk plant, to your people. we plant ten people in every section. Yes. So be a mole. We need a committee. Because I think it's actually a really good idea. Like most of the time when people call in like with suggestions, they're really bad suggestions. That's a good suggestion. And it's almost like the four to one where it kind of just – you could see it like being like a, kind of a natural thing. I could see it picking up, taking off. We're in the press box. We can't do it. We no, need the we, listeners to yes, do Yes, no yeah. cheering in the press box. Yeah. No cheering in the press box. That's a rule? Yeah. Doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, it's not very fun. I, I cheered one time. This was uh, this was a lot of fun though. This podcast. What did you record it this time? Yes. Oh shit. No. Yeah. I got <laughs> it. <laughs> but yes, it was a good podcast. We're gonna have more good podcasting in the future. Um, and I think we're gonna have I think we're gonna have something nice cooked up for next week. All right. I should probably. Is like, it Gator? Are we eating Gator during the podcast? Uh, I'd like. I'll that bring a live Gator to the podcast. Uh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> really? I actually knew somebody who had a gator in college. That was a bad idea. Are you all friends with, uh, was it Max Strong? Yeah, we could get, he could bring yeah. some crazy animals. <laughs> yeah. What is he with into his the five billion tw- uh, Instagram followers now, too. He's famous. Really? Well, he could definitely he bring Jelani the hyena. Uh, yeah, he was kind of a punter, Specialist. kicker, yeah, yeah, hybrid. So, wait, what is he, is he, what does he ha- how does he have a million Instagram followers? Now he's just Instagram. He's always with some. Wild animals. Yeah. And not wild animals that you could still find in Kentucky, like, like hippopotamuses and stuff. <laughs> really? That's the plural of hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Hippopotami. He's always with, like, lions and tigers and ligers and, and bears. bears. This is the Hyenas. long way of me asking you all to get in touch with him about a live gator. Do you want it at your wedding? <laughs> no, I don't have room on the guest list for a live gator. Well, this one's free. It'd just uh, be right there at the I might altar. give away a wedding invite on the podcast. Oh, so just a random listener. I have plus one. I have weekend passes to Bourbon and Beyond that I need to give away. Give them away right on here on the podcast. But I would like to. I think we should tell people to go to KS Bar and Grill for next Monday's podcast as we get hyped for the Florida game, and we'll give away some tickets there. How about that? I like that. So if you show up to the bar next Monday night, they'll have Monday night football going on afterwards, and I'm going to give away some passes to somebody at the bar. And I'll give away something out of our giant box of memorabilia up here in the office. It's going to be an incredible night. So, yeah, show up next Monday. I'm going to give away some Bourbon and Beyond passes. You can watch uh, John Fogarty, ZZ Top. Uh, Hall and Oates. Zach Brown Band. Yeah, and the best part is, too, is it's Mississippi State game weekend. So, you're not going to Starkville. So, watch the Cats. Then go listen to some great music. I'm going to be there having a great time. It's going to be fantastic. So, come on out. 
listen to the podcast next Monday at KS Bar and Grill, and we're gonna be and we're gonna be celebrating another win because the Eastern Michigan Eagles are going down. By the way, it's a crime that they're not their mascot isn't the emus. Because it spells emu. Yes. What, what are they thinking? It's horrible branding. Eastern Michigan. We gave you that idea for free. Um, the next idea, though, we will send you an invoice. Who's on Monday Night Football? Do we need to create some kind of? There's uh, two foot fun? Monday Night Football games, right? Oh. Yeah, they're usually a start. On the start, you see. Well, yeah. we'll figure it out. Then we'll come up with some fun for that too. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be a big night at KS Bar and Grill. Come on out. We'll see you then. Until then, we'll see you at Kroger Field. Pre-game show will begin at what? 3.30? 3.30. 3.30? With special guest Ricky Lumpkin. Oh. Oh, wow. NFL fame. He's yeah. uh, He's got a job at UK now, right? He's back. He's with uh, Cats. He put together yeah. a pretty good career. Oh, yeah. He was in the league for – Like longer – Like probably getting retirement Longer than checks. anyone expected, I would say. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah. Much better than me as the guest appearance We guy. replaced you with Ricky yes. Lumpkin. Yes. So. And if we're going to keep promoting the pregame show, coming up we have Jacob Tammy as uh-huh. the guest. Uh, Tim Couch, Steven Johnson, maybe one of these guys. I don't want to work them too hard on the microphones, but they're Whoa. always invited. Yeah. I know you guys like to tailgate and party. I don't hate to cut into your Saturday. But in and op- out, baby. Open yeah. invite to I'm you open. all, too. I tailgated the Louisville Notre Dame game yesterday. What I I really love my job because tailgating is – It's tiring. It's incredible, though. A lot yes. of fun. Thoughts yeah, the and prayers, day I, I quit it. KSR, I don't know when that'll be, but the sole reason I'm quitting is be so I can start tailgating again. Yeah. Not I like miss the, it so much. Not I thought like it was so you could family. focus on your wedding planning. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> <I laughs> go full time. The well, worst no, he has to part about our job is not tailgating. Oh, I used God. to love tailgating. Man. Where's your favorite spot? Well, where yes. I would do it back in the days changed. It was off Cooper. Mm. Ooh, that, that hillside right there? A little there? bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, bounce, and like that's back – I mean, I was in college last time I tailgated where I, I had like $30 to spend. I feel like I could put together a better tailgate these days. Yeah, probably Now that so. I have $40 to spend. <laughs> Just take the uh, – you got you to gotta save that money for the wedding now. I already have anxiety. Is your wedding going to be in town? Yes. Okay, that's all I need to know. You know what? I already I, have I, a, I'll find you. I already you. have a date I that hear, I'll tell you all after. I, I the hear the folks at KSR just bought and a wedding where? venue. So. And how to sneak in. And didn't hubby just buy a wedding venue place? Yeah, but it, it doesn't hold enough. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 you're just going to have to, like, rent a gym. This is a, a massive. Hey, by the way, if you're listening and you have any wedding hookups, feel free to email yeah, me. Slide into those DMs. Drew Franklin at KentuckySportsRadio.com. Well, we need to get out of here. Yeah. I'm hungry. It's time to go. But Bachelor, we'll s- Bachelor in Paradise has now been on for 28 minutes, and I'm ah. missing it. Well, you know, you can fast forward through the commercials. Okay. But it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, good Thanks to have for everybody listening. back. Good to hear, have everybody back listening to an actual good podcast. Cats are going to take down EMU, the fighting emus, Saturday night, and then we're going to be partying next Monday at KS Bar and Grill before the Cats take on Florida. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you all later. And peep the technique. Let's